0: chapters 21 through 25 of exodus from the young's literal translation of the bible this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by mark penfold chapters 21 through 25 of the book of exodus from the young's literal translation chapter 21 and these are the judgments which thou dost set before them when thou buyest a hebrew servant six years he doth serve and in the seventh he goeth out as a freeman for nought if by himself he cometh in by himself he goeth out if he is owner of a wife then his wife hath gone out with him if his lord give to him a wife and she hath borne to him sons or daughters the wife and her children are her lords and he goeth out by himself and if the servant really say i have loved my lord my wife and my sons i do not go out free then hath his lord brought him nigh unto god and hath brought him nigh unto the door or unto the side post and his lord hath bored his ear with an awl and he hath served him to the age and when a man selleth his daughter for a handmaid she doth not go out according to the going out of the men servants if evil in the eyes of her lord so that he hath not betrothed her then he hath let her be ransomed to a strange people he hath not power to sell her in his dealing treacherously with her and if to his son he betroth her according to the right of daughters he doth to her if another woman he take for him her food her covering and her habitation he doth not withdraw and if these three he do not to her then she hath gone out for naught without money he who smiteth a man so that he hath died is certainly put to death As to him who hath not laid wait, and God hath brought to his hand, I have even set for thee a place whither he doth flee. And when a man doth presume against his neighbor to slay him with subtlety, from mine altar thou dost take him to die. And he who smiteth his father or his mother is certainly put to death. And he who stealeth a man and hath sold him, and he hath been found in his hand, is certainly put to death. And he who is reviling his father or his mother is certainly put to death. And when men contend, and a man hath smitten his neighbor with a stone or with the fist, and he die not, but hath fallen on the bed, if he rise and hath gone up and down without on his staff, then hath the smiter been acquitted. Only his cessation he giveth, and he is thoroughly healed. And when a man smiteth his manservant or his handmaid with a rod, and he hath died under his hand, he is certainly avenged only if he remain a day or two days he is not avenged for he is his money and when men strive and have smitten a pregnant woman and her children have come out and there is no mischief he is certainly fined as the husband of the woman doth lay upon him and he hath given through the judges and if there is mischief then thou hast given life for life eye for eye tooth for tooth hand for hand foot for foot Burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. And when a man smiteth the eye of his manservant, or the eye of his handmaid, and hath destroyed it, as a free man he doth send him away for his eye. And if a tooth of his manservant, or a tooth of his handmaid he knock out, as a free man he doth send him away for his tooth and when an ox doth gore man or woman and they have died the ox is certainly stoned and his flesh is not eaten and the owner of the ox is acquitted and if the ox is one accustomed to gore heretofore and it hath been testified to its owner and he doth not watch it and it hath put to death a man or a woman the ox is stoned and its owner also is put to death if atonement is laid upon him then he hath given the ransom of his life according to all that is laid upon him whether it gore a son or gore a daughter according to his judgment it is done to him if the ox gore a man servant or a handmaid thirty silver shekels he doth give to their lord and the ox is stoned and when a man doth open a pit or when a man doth dig a pit and doth not cover it and an ox or ass hath fallen thither the owner of the pit doth repay money he doth give back to its owner and the dead is his And when a man's ox doth smite the ox of his neighbor, and it hath died, then they have sold the living ox, and halved its money, and also the dead one they do have. Or, it hath been known that the ox is one accustomed to gore heretofore, and its owner doth not watch it, he certainly repayeth ox for ox, and the dead is his. CHAPTER twenty-two when a man doth steal an ox or sheep and hath slaughtered it or sold it five of the herd he doth repay for the ox and four of the flock for the sheep if in the breaking through the thief is found and he hath been smitten and hath died there is no blood for him if the sun hath risen upon him blood is for him he doth certainly repay if he have nothing then he hath been sold for his theft if the theft is certainly found in his hand alive whether ox or ass or sheep double he repayeth when a man depastureth a field or vineyard and hath sent out his beast and it hath pastured in the field of another of the best of his field and the best of his vineyard he doth repay when fire goeth forth and hath found thorns and a stack or the standing corn or the field hath been consumed he who causeth the burning doth certainly repay when a man doth give unto his neighbor silver or vessels to keep and it hath been stolen out of the man's house if the thief is found he repayeth double if the thief is not found then the master of the house hath been brought near unto god whether he hath not put forth his hand against the work of his neighbor for every matter of transgression for ox for ass for sheep for raiment for any lost thing of which it is said that it is his unto god cometh the matter of them both he whom god doth condemn he repayeth double to his neighbor when a man doth give unto his neighbor an ass or ox or sheep or any beast to keep and it hath died or hath been hurt or taken captive none seeing an oath of jehovah is between them both that he hath not put forth his hand against the work of his neighbor and its owner hath accepted and he doth not repay but if it is certainly stolen from him he doth repay to its owner if it is certainly torn he bringeth it in A witness the torn thing he doth not repay and when a man doth ask anything from his neighbor and it hath been hurt or hath died its owner not being with it he doth certainly repay if its owner is with it he doth not repay if it is a hired thing it hath come for its hire and when a man doth entice a virgin who is not betrothed and hath lain with her he doth certainly endow her to himself for a wife If her father utterly refuse to give her to him, money he doth weigh out according to the dowry of virgins, a witch thou dost not keep alive. Whoever lieth with a beast is certainly put to death. He who is sacrificing to a god, save to Jehovah alone, is devoted. And a sojourner thou dost not oppress nor crush him, for sojourners ye have been in the land of Egypt. Any widow or orphan ye do not afflict, if thou dost really afflict him surely if he at all cry unto me i certainly hear his cry and mine anger hath burned and i have slain you by the sword and your wives have been widows and your sons orphans if thou dost lend my poor people with thee money thou art not to him as a usurer thou dost not lay on him usury if thou dost at all take in pledge the garment of thy neighbour during the going in of the sun, thou dost return it to him For it alone is his covering, it is his garment for his skin. Wherein doth he lie down? And it hath come to pass, when he doth cry unto me, That I have heard, for I am gracious. God thou dost not revile, and a prince among thy people Thou dost not curse. Thy fullness and thy liquids thou dost not delay, The firstborn of thy sons thou dost give to me. So thou dost to thine ox, to thy sheep, seven days it is with its dam on the eighth day thou dost give it to me and ye are holy men to me and flesh torn in the field ye do not eat to a dog ye do cast it chapter twenty three thou dost not lift up a vain report thou dost not put thy hand with a wicked man to be a violent witness thou art not after many to evil nor dost thou testify concerning a strife to turn aside after many to cause others to turn aside and a poor man thou dost not honour in his strife when thou meetest thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray thou dost certainly turn it back to him when thou seest the ass of him who is hating thee crouching under its burden then thou hast ceased from leaving it to it thou dost certainly leave it with him thou dost not turn aside the judgment of thy needy one in his strife from a false matter thou dost keep far off and an innocent and righteous man thou dost not slay for i do not justify a wicked man and a bribe thou dost not take for the bribe bindeth the open-eyed and perverteth the words of the righteous and a sojourner thou dost not oppress and ye ye have known the soul of the sojourner for sojourners ye have been in the land of egypt and six years thou dost sow thy land and hast gathered its increase and the seventh thou dost release it and hast left it and the needy of thy people have eaten and their leaving doth the beast of the field eat so dost thou to thy vineyard to thine olive yard six days thou dost do thy work and on the seventh day thou dost rest so that thine ox and thine ass doth rest and the son of thine handmaid and the sojourner is refreshed and in all that which i have said unto you ye do take heed and the name of other gods ye do not mention it is not heard on thy mouth three times thou dost keep a feast to me in a year the feast of unleavened things thou dost keep seven days thou dost eat unleavened things as i have commanded thee at the time appointed in the month of abib for in it thou hast come forth out of egypt and ye do not appear in my presence empty and the feast of harvest the first fruits of thy works which thou sowest in the field and the feast of the ingathering in the outgoing of the year in thy gathering thy works out of the field three times in a year do all thy males appear before the face of the lord jehovah thou dost not sacrifice on a fermented thing the blood of my sacrifice and the fat of my festival doth not remain till morning the beginning of the first fruits of thy ground thou dost bring into the house of jehovah thy god thou dost not boil a kid in its mother's milk lo i am sending a messenger before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee in unto the place which i have prepared be watchful because of his presence and hearken to his voice rebel not against him for he beareth not with your transgression for my name is in his heart for if thou diligently hearken to his voice and hast done all that which i speak then i have been at enmity with thine enemies and have distressed those distressing thee for my messenger goeth before thee and hath brought thee in unto the amorite and the hittite and the perizzite and the canaanite the hivite and the jebusite and i have cut them off thou dost not bow thyself to their gods nor serve them nor do according to their doings but dost utterly devote them and thoroughly break their standing pillars And ye have served Jehovah your God, and he hath blessed thy bread and thy water, and I have turned aside sickness from thine heart. There is not a miscarrying and barren one in thy land. The number of thy days I fulfill. My terror I send before thee, and I have put to death all the people among whom thou comest, and I have given the neck of all thine enemies unto thee. And I have sent the hornet before thee, and it hath cast out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before thee i cast them not out from before thee in one year lest the land be a desolation and the beast of the field hath multiplied against thee little by little i cast them out from before thee till thou art fruitful and hast inherited the land and i have set thy border from the red sea even unto the sea of the philistines and from the wilderness unto the river for i give into your hand the inhabitants of the land and thou hast cast them out from before thee Thou dost not make a covenant with them and with their gods. They do not dwell in thy land, lest they cause thee to sin against me when thou servest their gods, when it becometh a snare to thee. Chapter 24 And unto Moses he said, Come up unto Jehovah, thou, and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and ye have bowed yourselves afar off, and moses hath drawn nigh by himself unto jehovah and they draw not nigh and the people go not up with him and moses cometh in and recounteth to the people all the words of jehovah and all the judgments and all the people answer one voice and say all the words which jehovah hath spoken we do and moses writeth all the words of jehovah and riseth early in the morning and buildeth an altar under the hill and twelve standing pillars for the twelve tribes of israel and he sendeth the youths of the sons of israel and they cause burnt offerings to ascend and sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings to jehovah calves and moses taketh half of the blood and putteth in basins and half of the blood hath he sprinkled on the altar and he taketh the book of the covenant and proclaimeth in the ears of the people and they say all that which jehovah hath spoken we do and obey and moses taketh the blood and sprinkleth on the people and saith Lo, the blood of the covenant which Jehovah hath made with you concerning all these things. And Moses goeth up, Aaron also, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they see the God of Israel, and under his feet is as the white work of the sapphire, and as the substance of the heavens for purity. And unto those of the sons of Israel who are near, he hath not put forth his hand. And they see God, and eat, and drink. And Jehovah saith unto Moses, Come up unto me to the mount, and be there, and I give to thee the tables of stone, and the law, and the command which I have written, to direct them. And Moses riseth, Joshua his minister also, and Moses goeth up unto the mount of God, and unto the elders he hath said, Abide ye for us in this place, until that we turn back unto you, and lo, Aaron and Hur are with you he who hath matters doth come nigh unto them and moses goeth up unto the mount and the cloud covereth the mount and the honor of jehovah doth tabernacle on mount sinai and the cloud covereth it six days and he calleth unto moses on the seventh day from the midst of the cloud and the appearance of the honor of jehovah is as a consuming fire on the top of the mount before the eyes of the sons of israel And Moses goeth into the midst of the cloud, and goeth up unto the mount. And Moses is on the mount forty days and forty nights. Chapter 25 And Jehovah speaketh unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the sons of Israel, and they take for me a heave offering. From every man whose heart impelleth him, ye do take my heave offering. And this is the heave offering which ye take from them gold, and silver, and brass, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, and linen, and goat's hair, and ram's skins made red, and badger's skins, and shittim wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the perfume of the spices, shoham stones, and stones for setting for an ephod, and for a breastplate, and they have made for me a sanctuary, and I have tabernacled in their midst, According to all that which I am shewing thee, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its vessels, even so ye do make it. And they have made an ark of shittim wood, two cubits and a half its length, and a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And thou hast overlaid it with pure gold, within and without thou dost overlay it, and thou hast made on it a ring of gold round about and thou hast cast for it four rings of gold and hast put them on its four feet even two rings on its one side and two rings on its second side and thou hast made staves of shittim wood and hast overlaid them with gold and hast brought the staves into the rings on the sides of the ark to bear the ark by them in the rings of the ark are the staves they are not turned aside from it and thou hast put unto the ark the testimony which i give unto thee and thou hast made a mercy seat of pure gold two cubits and a half its length and a cubit and a half its breadth and thou hast made two cherubs of gold beaten work dost thou make them at the two ends of the mercy seat and make thou one cherub at the end on this side and one cherub at the end on that at the mercy seat ye do make the cherubs on its two ends And the cherubs have been spreading out wings on high covering the mercy seat over with their wings and their faces are one towards another towards the mercy seat are the faces of the cherubs and thou hast put the mercy seat on the ark above and unto the ark thou dost put the testimony which i give unto thee and i have met with thee there and have spoken with thee from off the mercy seat from between the two cherubs which are on the ark of the testimony all that which I command thee concerning the sons of Israel. And thou hast made a table of shittim wood, two cubits its length, and a cubit its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height, and hast overlaid it with pure gold, and hast made for it a crown of gold round about, and hast made for it a border of a hand breadth round about, and hast made a crown of gold to its border round about and thou hast made to it four rings of gold and hast put the rings on the four corners which are to its four feet over against the border are the rings for places for staves to bear the table and thou hast made the staves of shittim wood and hast overlaid them with gold and the table hath been borne with them and thou hast made its dishes and its bowls and its covers and its cups with which they pour out of pure gold thou dost make them and thou hast put on the table bread of the presence before me continually. And thou hast made a candlestick of pure gold, of beaten work is the candlestick made, its base and its branch, its calyxes, its knops and its flowers are of the same. And six branches are coming out of its sides, three branches of the candlestick out of the one side, and three branches of the candlestick out of the second side. Three calyxes made like almonds in the one branch a knop and a flower, and three calyxes made like almonds in one branch, a knop and a flower, so for the six branches which are coming out from the candlestick. And in the candlestick are four calyxes made like almonds, its knops and its flowers. And a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same are to the six branches which are coming out of the candlestick. Their knops and their branches are of the same all of it one beaten work of pure gold. And thou hast made it seven lamps, and one hath caused its lights to go up, and it hath given light over against its front. And its snuffers and its snuff-dishes are of pure gold, of a talent of pure gold he doth make it with all these vessels. And see thou, and do them by their pattern, which thou art shewn in the mount. The end of chapters twenty one through twenty five of the Book of Exodus from the Young's Literal Translation. Recording by Mark Penfold.